Hey there everybody and welcome to another episode of Sunflower Days and Co. Podcast. This is Nicole speaking. Today I'm going to open up and talk to you guys about my podcast workload a little bit. I'm going to go through um, kind of where I started in 2010 when this idea came to me and when I started kind of playing around with blogging to now in 2021. You know, this is coming out to you guys in December. So this is a really great kind of like wrap up before like the beginning of next year. And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of um, my advice. So let's dive in. So in 2010, this was podcast was just an idea, right? It was an idea that came to mind. There was lots of topics I wanted to talk about. I have notes upon notes. I was really scared to speak my mind back then. I was 19 years old in 2010, and I do wish I would have started sooner. I wish I could have seen the growth of who I am from then to now when it comes to podcasting. But at the same time, back then, I had no idea where to go to do this. I didn't come upon the Anchor app until the end of 2018, beginning of 2019. So there's that. But I did have a lack of maturity. I didn't do research. I was just going, you know, when I did the blogging, I was just talking about, you know, what came to mind. And I was in a really creative state back then. And during the summer, I did a lot of writing when it came to high school when you're in summer. You know, you have some downtime. So I had a lot of writing and a lot of stuff on my mind. I wrote a lot of poetry, did a lot of things like that. Nowadays, those things kind of get pushed to the side. And one thing that I will say about now with the podcast in 2021, that I'm more consistent. I'm confident. I'm reaching goals, setting goals. And I made my first $15 on Anchor. Which means, you know, you can cash out when you hit $15 on Anchor from doing podcasts. You can cash out that $15. However, I don't touch that money. That money is going to build and build and build. And then when I have enough money, enough money in what they call your wallet, I will take that and I will apply it toward getting me an actual setup for doing podcasting. I mean, right now, I'm just doing this on my phone, very simply, and that's about it. You know, those are the things that are like now versus then. Now, some things that, you know, I would like to do or, you know, where I would like to be in the future in 2022, I would love to have well over 3,000 listens. You know, I would love to have well over that number next year. I'd love to have some more sponsors on here. I want to add guest features. Have episodes scheduled out like at least 6 to 12 months in advance would be amazing. I mean, right now I can get to about two months scheduled out. And then I kind of just don't want to push myself too much to have so much bulk recorded that my topics become irrelevant, but to somebody, your topic is always going to be 
you know, relevant. You know, there's always somebody out there who could use whatever topic you're talking about as something to listen to or a source of entertainment or to not feel so alone. There's always somebody out there who, you know, who's going to listen to you eventually. It might not happen right in the moment when you post it, but eventually. So that's when we come down to my advice. Absolutely be consistent. You know, you don't have to be confident when you start a podcast. You just learn that confidence. When you start seeing those numbers come in, you'll start realizing there's an audience for this. Cool, that's great. And if there is not an audience for a topic that you want to talk about now, doesn't mean there's not going to be a, you know, a time and place when people are going to want to listen to your podcast in the future. So just keep going. You know, my advice is the consistency of it all. You know, you can have a podcast like we have this podcast right here. And it is not solely based off of my momhood stuff. It's not based off of just mental health. It's just me kind of talking to you guys about things like I wish I would have known or things that come to my mind that I feel like I would like to verbalize to you guys. And a lot of this used to be in a blog form where it was written and people would read it and, you know, now listening to things is a lot easier for people than reading and that's understandable because I wish I would have been more into audiobooks as a kid because my reading comprehension would be so much better. With all this said though, don't give up. Like, don't give up on yourselves. You know, like, don't, don't delete it because there's so much progress. If you start a podcast or a blog, you know, you have so much progress to gain, you know, so much work that you put into that. I did delete a, a blog um, that I had through Blogger and I don't regret that because there were posts like after a certain amount of time that I had started to delete like four or five years ago. So the blog really had no substance to it. So that's when I decided let's just start over, rebrand ourselves, and that's where the new uh, blog is about, you know, telling my truth honestly and just kind of being like, hey, you know, I've gone through some really bad friendships. I've gone through some really toxic, you know, relationships. I've had moments where I was a toxic person to, you know, somebody I love and, you know, there were times when I was a victim of, you know, a family member being that toxic person. You know, but I'm also a mom. I'm also a wife. I'm also here to be a voice for you guys, to be a friend, to be that person you listen to, to be, you know, that's what it is all about. And I truly appreciate every single person who listens to this podcast because it has helped me to grow so much. And I've seen the numbers grow and I track my numbers. That's the other thing. My advice to you is you go on Amazon. If you guys go to my link tree and you go to my Amazon favorite list, I will double check that this is on there too. Um, 
I have a planner I bought in 2022 to 2024 and it's a five-year planner so if you have a project you're working on and you plan on working it for a long time get yourself this planner it will hold you accountable to be consistent and to continue to do it because without this becoming the sunflower days and co podcasting planner i don't think i would have kept up with this i really honestly do not and I'm really glad that I have. It has opened up some other doors of opportunity for me and I have made connections with people I never thought that I would make connections with. And, you know, it's very small right now, but it could be bigger. And it will continue to get bigger as long as I'm consistent, as long as I'm, you know, branding things the right way you know and I'm good good quality content is definitely important the most growth that I think I've seen is on Instagram because of the hashtags on there and my advice is don't worry about posting about your podcast or your blog three times a day worry about the quality of content that you put out for this podcast, I have a story that I do every Monday when the podcast is officially live for people to see. I will go ahead and I will share that. And I just go through to Spotify because that's where most people find it. And I will share a screenshot or do the share option from there. And it goes to Instagram. And now they have the option for you to link it. So I put the RSS link in there. And that takes you to all the links like it'll give you it should give you an option to listen to this on any of you know the platforms where it's available I also if you want to reach more people that RSS feed is amazing for you to submit to other places um, with anchor there is a uh, this is available on eight platforms so the platforms that my podcast is available is Apple Podcasts, and there's Google Podcasts, there's Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Okay, so for Stitcher, you might have to submit it to them, but other than that, you know, there's that. But there's an app on Android called MyTuner, and I was on there listening to Australian radio because I love listening to their radio stations over there. I feel like they have some different stuff than we do on the radio. That's my personal opinion. And I was like, I'm going to search for my podcast, and it was on there. I was so excited because... My podcast can be accessible to literally anybody. So what I did is I started looking up other companies. Podbooking is amazing if you post on Podbooking. I have the app. I don't post on there as much as I would like to. But there's a big community for supporting one another. And that's one thing that I truly love. We are all there to help each other um, in some way, shape, or form to 
then it comes down to analytics, who's listening to your podcast, you know, where they're listening to it from, you know, there's going to be somebody who can help you, who is in that demographic area of, you know, another country. Like, say, if somebody's over in, you know, Australia listening in, they can say, hey, you know, this is what we are getting, you know, more listens from. This is, you know, something that worked for us, you know, so that's a really, really great way to do that. So I am going to go to Stitcher and I'm going to make sure that I do the RSS feed for that. So if you would like to listen to it on Stitcher, you can go ahead and do that. I got approved for Amazon Music not too long ago. I'm waiting for iHeart Podcast to get back to me about that. And it's about making yourself available. And there are a lot of different ways to do that these days. And It's harder on certain platforms than Anchor because Anchor has no limit right now to what you can upload when it comes to the amount of episodes or how much space you can use on their platform. Whereas when I was on Spreaker and I did the RSS feed, it only allowed me to put 19 of my episodes on there and then I ran out of storage. So... If you listen to it on Spreaker, I apologize, but I'm going to have to reconsider some things with using that for right now. And if anybody who works at Spreaker is listening to me, I know that you guys have a pro program and that you can pay for other things. I don't make enough money to pay monthly to put into this right now, so I am doing what I can with the applications that have come free to me and, you know, on my phone, which I already use for so many other things. Um, but I do appreciate being able to use Spreaker and to use it as another way for people to listen to just a certain amount of episodes. And I'm not even that's fine. I'm appreciative of that. And my advice is that you, when you come to the conclusion that you want to podcast, that you can plan out at least four episodes before you start recording. Not script them, but just kind of like have like topic ideas, like uh, write down a topic idea or put it in your phone and just a little bit of notes and stuff underneath that you want to talk about. And have four of those ready to go. Also kind of have like a guideline sheet for what you want to follow when it comes to your podcast. Like um, if you want an intro song or an introduction to start before you do. If you want to have an advertisement go before you. If you want it to only be a certain amount of time. Like little things, little requirements you want for yourself. I told myself when I started this, 10 minutes was fine. Now I can find podcasts where I can talk from 10 to 20 minutes depending on the podcast. So it just is about building up your talking endurance, your talking endurance, your confidence, your how consistent you can be and how your train of thought is if you can stay on track and if you can actually get through talking what you're talking about without kind of getting on a tangent or 
getting distracted or me, I fidget. I fidget when I talk. I talk with my hands. So if I stop fidgeting, then sometimes my thoughts go out the window. My train of thought has derailed completely. And you'll notice that in certain episodes, and that's okay. And I don't edit. My advice is that you do a smaller episode podcast because the editing for longer podcasts to break it down to smaller portions is really difficult, in my opinion. I would prefer to do these little episodes for you guys, and they add up to a really... There's a big surmount, you know, of episodes. Now there's probably 150 episodes by the time you guys hear this one. And that to me is amazing. Just the number alone. But if you have an hour long podcast, and I've done one of these with a friend, and it went really smoothly, but you start to fizzle out at a certain point when you do a podcast for that long, and... It can be a little draining. So, I don't think scripting out your podcast is a smart thing to do because 100% scripting it out isn't really the best thing. It's not like you're an actor going on to scene and you need to read a script. It's more so along the lines of having a sheet of paper with the topic and then the, the things that you want to make sure you talk about that you don't forget. I have ADHD. I am just the person that likes to write things down and make sure that if there's something I really want to talk about, that I talk about it. And I try to keep things to one page, you know, and there's usually a quote or something that pertains to, you know, a topic. And a lot of times those quotes are something that I want to go back and I want to find, like, an image of and post on social media just to kind of keep people, you know, there. And, um, the social media part of branding yourself, I think, is the hardest. And if you can get to a place where you're doing a podcast and you can, <laughs> or a business or anything, and you can have somebody who is in charge of your social media marketing and they can really help you grow and bring in more sales or whatever it may be. Or just take a little pressure off your back. Do it. Do whatever is going to make it easier on you. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening in. And this has been about my podcast workload. This is about how it started with an idea in 2010 to now 20, oh not 20, 11. My math is off today. Um, to 11 years later where it's actually been a tangible thing for two years and it's, you know, there's episodes that go back to two years ago. It's been an idea for 11 years. It's, you know, I manifested this, you know, I said this was something I really wanted to do and you know what? It all started with my first iPod <laughs> that I had and it was they had podcasts on there. I was like, what is this? And it's like a radio talk show. And then it got me thinking, I would love to have my own talk show one day. But I don't want to be on camera. So, all this has led me down this wonderful road called Sunflower Days & Co. Podcast. I thank you all for tuning in today. And I will talk to you guys in the next one.